Actually, I love you, Mike. You take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, where we bring you everything from stop worrying about my patches and feed your dog. I have nothing to prove to you, you homeless scumbag sack of shit. Begging for money from people who work within the system doesn't make you a crust punk, just a fucking leech. Your shitty lifestyle doesn't give you the authority to dictate who gets to be a fan. It just makes you a lazy fucking poser. There's no joke genre here. You've just pissed me off. Damn to I'll break uh, vegan to eat your dog because it seems like a more humane and compassionate fate than leaving him with your fucking worthless ass core. I'm Phil. Uh, with I, me is Mike. Was I supposed to pick up on something there? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's up Frank. Hey. And returning this week is Sam. Hello everyone. And uh, I am I'm reporting to you from the from the surface of the fucking sun. I'm in California right now. Beautiful. And uh, if you want to know what that was all the fuck about, uh, hang with us because we've got a fucking doozy of an episode tonight. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, for anyone who was wondering where I was last week, uh, I was actually at Todd Jones's house for the week trying to figure out how to become one of them. Like, no kidding. I did Todd Jones's laundry for a week, and he told me at the end of it that I'm still never going to be one of them. Mm. Nobody. nobody. Sorry, guys. Say it again. I said, sorry, guys. I'm still not one of them. Mm. It's okay. So I'm already already, uh, already fucking revved up. Uh, (laughs) So why don't we get straight to these fucking bands? Yes. Uh, especially because I think right off the bat we've got the perfect fucking pairing for my rage this week. Uh, first band we're covering is called Get the Shot. The album's called Infinite Punishment, and we're going to play a clip off of their song Waging Death. Yeah, so uh, as we were saying before the episode, that shit is ignorantly heavy. It's yep. fuck that shit's fucking ignorant, dude. Man. Like I could not fucking believe how heavy that was. As it sometimes occurs on this show, um, this was my turn. I popped up the uh, Trello uh, over the weekend, and I was looking, and um, I was gonna bring them in because um, they're fucking tight. 
So, oh, here's insanely my, so. Here's my favorite part. All of that rage that they're spewing forth is coming out of Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Dude. know. I don't know what you're so angry about in Quebec, but I like it. Yeah, I like Dude, it a lot. More of it. There's some some angry uh, stuff coming out of uh, Canada. Holy grinders from Canada. We were just talking about fucking mortality, um, rate. mortality rate last yeah. week too. Yeah. Real good. Well, I mean, the first. I mean. You just got to listen to the first two Gorguts albums. Those are fucking angry. True. Um, or like or like Revenge or Razor, Blasphemy. There's a lot of angry shit that's been coming out of Canada. Yeah. Uh, these guys are fucking awesome. There's riffs everywhere. There's just ridiculously fucking heavy breakdowns. Like shit that makes it you want to kick your fucking grandmother in the face. Like... <laughs> It, it is overwhelmingly likely that I'm going to buy this after this episode's over. Uh, yeah, if you want to do that, you can head over to gettheshot.bandcamp.com. Go buy that shit. It's fucking ridiculous. So what do you think, Frank? We got to kick you off? Oh, no, no, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That aggression at that speed always makes me happy. So, uh, next band I'm bringing in this week, still in the realm of hardcore, but much more, uh, a little more, a little more D-beat, a little more classic punk hardcore, um, super political, band is called Americant, uh, we're gonna check out, what the fuck are we gonna check out? See, this is why I should pull these uh, I think you up. wanted to check out the song Vengeance? That would be correct, off of their album No Way Out, so Tom, roll that. That right there, that's that's what you listen to when you there's a riot going on and you pick up the rock out of the street to cave someone's face in. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty accurate. Or, yeah, I mean, you do that, but I would just like throw it through the window of a like a local vegan eatery or something. Damn, <laughs> be pretty funny. <laughs> pretty, pretty funny. There's a lot of bass. Like, there's so much bass in that. Yeah. Like, it, it yeah. almost drowns out the guitars, which is, like, my only complaint about it. Hey, I think so. Yeah, it's the one thing that kind of turns me off, but otherwise I do like the riffs. Yeah. I mean, it's a very fucking... Uh, the mixing is very punk rock. You know, <laughs> it's clear that, like, I don't know I don't know who was at the board uh, when they recorded this, but they probably have no clue what the fuck a board even is. 
So it's like you, you get a lot of that I, when you're talking yeah, fucking smaller punk bands. I slide all the knobs up to make it loud. <laughs> yeah, some, <laughs> but I mean, it it worked. Like this is a lot of the sort of shit that I was used to growing up. You know, what I mean, like you you went to experience that shit live, and the recordings were almost more just to fucking learn the lyrics and remember the experience than to actually like. Uh, regardless, I dig it. I dig the fucking riffs. It's aggressive. Uh, they're they're pissed off. Yeah. Everyone I brought yeah. in this week yeah, is definitely. pissed off, and I love it. I like the uh, they have a shirt design on the back of, of their band camp. It's a it's a skull with a bullet belt crown and a couple of crossed uh, gas pumps beneath it. Oh yeah, bones. yeah. I like that's a fucking cool shirt design. I would wear that. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Um. You can find them at americant.bandcamp.com. It doesn't look like they're super active these days, uh, judging by their Facebook. But um, oh, cool! I just closed on my shit. But they do uh, they do still do shit occasionally and post uh, about other shit that the members are doing. So I'll be looking more into that when I get the time to. Uh, definitely we'll check that out. In- Let's hope we see more American stuff in the future anyway, though. I would love to. Um, it's really fucking cool. It would be cool to see them pick up enough steam to get out of Connecticut. So we'll see. Uh, sticking with the with the more political fucking punk hardcore, there's, uh, the next band I'm bringing in is called Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. It exactly, it's spelled exactly how you expect it to be spelled. Um, we're going to go ahead and just roll this track real quick. So, uh, that song was called fucking, <laughs> the song was called All Eyes on You, and what I fucking dig about them, um, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the band Death, not the death metal band, but yeah, the, the, uh, uh, the proto-punk the, band. Like, the yeah. proto-punk band, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, fam- I'm familiar with them, but I haven't heard their stuff. Me and Frank stayed up late one night and watched the documentary. Oh, the documentary is awesome. Um, it is, yeah. But yeah, there's a lot... You know, I mean, this has a little bit more of the of the later, like, hardcore vocal, like, early 80s style hardcore vocals, but, um... Bad Brains that they remind me of? Uh, that, that death, was, a little bit? I, I could, yeah, you... See you, what I'm saying? I could see the, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I get it, All they're all black, right? 
No. No. <laughs> Fucking with you. Um, Did, um, actually, quick question. Did death come before bad brains? I can't remember. Yes. Uh, well okay. before. Um, that That's what's so shocking about them and the fact that they just went completely unheard is like... They had this fucking sound that was like 12 years ahead of its time. Yeah. But um, similarly, Joe Biden uses a lot of like lead guitar movement to really add a fucking drive beyond just the fucking aggressive drum beats um, and vocals. Like there's just there's a little bit more to it. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of power in this. I mean, I feel like I should have listened to all of it. And I think I probably will. Yeah. Um, all of these songs were written while all of that fucking chaos was occurring in Baltimore not too uh, long yeah, ago. I remember, okay. I remember that. So, uh, you know, this was very, very fucking uh, politically driven. I mean, in the midst of all of it, they were writing this. So it's like... That, that's fucking intense. It is. Um, so that shit's off their, their self-titled EP. You can find them at joebiden.bandcamp.com. Uh, go support these dudes because this is fucking, this is real deal fucking hardcore punk shit. Uh, got one more, one more to go this week, and I kind of made a fucking hardcore sandwich with two slices of ignorant bread and some political punk fucking <laughs> filling. That's that's a good sandwich. So nine uh, nine nine grain ignorant. So the last band we're covering, this is another. Uh, this is hardcore band who uh, I saw for the first time that weekend called Easy Money. Uh, <laughs> so fucking good. We're going to play a song. We're going to play a clip of Predation off their song uh, or off their album or EP, Midas Touch. So, uh, one of my favorite things about Easy Money, before I had even heard them, I ran into a friend of mine named Marty at This Is Hardcore, and he said, oh, have you, have you heard Easy Money yet? You know, the day they were playing. And I was like, no, but we were going to check them out. He's like, oh, you have to. He's like, imagine a CeeLo game started a metalcore band. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that, that was hard as fuck. He couldn't be more fucking on point. They very much bring like, uh, they kind of bring that fucking suicidal tendencies vibe to mm-hmm. their shit. I mean, even the uh, the album cover because they combined two of their EPs and the album cover for it is an homage to uh, Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style, which is fucking <laughs> great. <laughs> As that's anytime someone during a breakdown does that like 
dun 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 it's like what are you doing you know people are going to get hurt you son of a bitch yeah <laughs> it's all it's almost as if they're telling their audience to just hurt people come on pretty much just hurt that's exactly hurt what that man. message is yeah fuck your fellow man yeah hurt each other Bleed. This is the rowdy part. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you can certainly see it in the pit at This Is Hardcore. Oh, God, yeah. So you can find God. them at easymoneyhc.bandcamp.com. Definitely go check that shit out. To get both of the fucking the Midas Touch and Rules of the Game uh, EPs combined for six bucks is fucking stupid. So I honestly kind of wish I'd been there at This Is Hardcore because I saw like all your posts and all the sh- all everything you were talking about in the uh, the group chat, and it was like, man, why do I have to be all the way across the country? I'd fucking I'd love to get you out here for it one year, man. That would be fucking tight. That's it's a goal. We'll figure that one out at some yeah. point, man. But that's <laughs> uh, that's it for me. All oh, right. Oh, oh, just four. Just four. Just, okay. Casual four. So. Uh, We've got some local heroes, some New Jersey fellows. Sunrot, the album Sonata. It's some some devious shit. Let's listen to... (laughs) Would you guys give me a minute 20? No. (laughs) Yeah, eat a dick. All right, well then. No, um, it's fine. (laughs) Okay. of the vocals this this album is so dynamic in a sense that it's not just like post-metal or doom or i don't know if that even counts as sludge but it's got that tone uh it's slow it's heavy it uses noise sections and what i would only assume to be um tube amps because of the warmth and almost distortion that you get in certain sections where they'll push like mm-hmm. feedback or something like that. I've really enjoyed listening through this through this album. Um that was a minute and twenty seconds of Aorta. I mean, <clears throat> as soon as I saw their description, uh, which reads We like pedals, touring, birth defects, and writing songs in the dark. 
<laughs> you know, I kind of, I kind of figured I was in for some, uh, some pretty dark shit there. <laughs> and it was, it was fuzzy and dark and Relate, related. Did you guys see the Hard Times article that say amps left on record yes. new Sano album? <laughs> <laughs> which, which I'm not sure why everyone thought that was funny because I thought that was just how all Sano material was recorded. <laughs> I was like, what? Is this just like an... I thought it was just a regular article. <laughs> uh, I was really digging on Sonata. So uh, check them out if you want to. It is at sunrot.bandcamp.com. And second, we have yeah. a band. It's going to be hard for me to describe in a few ways because um, other than their name, which is Saigon, T-S-Y-G-U-N, it's all in Russian. So they have an album. Don't know how to say it. And you can find them at saigon.bandcamp.com. But so I like how you, even though you can't read the album, you just put in parentheses next to it, Russian stuff. <laughs> it really uh, it, it displays the point, right? Way to, uh, way to alienate our Russian listeners. Mike. I don't know what how to say the characters. <laughs> I can't even attempt it or type it. Uh. Time, but, uh, time to learn Russian. Time to learn Russian there, Mike. And get the try putting that shit in Google Translate, <laughs> and then copy and paste it. Is that? Are we teaching me how to do this right now? No. Okay. I'm just saying for future reference. Why don't you uh, shut up and play track three? <laughs> shut up. Let me play track three. <laughs> goodness they really uh <laughs> round the bases <laughs> yeah when it started off i was like oh yeah this is some fucking push pit shit right here and like they, they broke it down at the end there god damn it got a like, little grindy for a second dude oh. it's it's another super dynamic album just instead of slow it's it's fast and heavy and russian stuff mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> they're from moscow russia surprise <laughs> and this was released in february of this year i bet after everyone hears this episode they'll be rushing the band camp to order it i hope so i mean you really can't go wrong with saigon or frank get the shot or <laughs> thank you for noticing thank you frank oh, i love puns i'll just you, roll with it, it, was, it was did, a- did you feel proud of that yeah, yeah. You guys, <laughs> see the reaction that you're giving me right now. That's why I'm glad for, you made baby. that joke. 
You feel good about that? <laughs> I do. Oh, See the way you're reacting you right now? That's that's the greatness of it. I get Thanks. a smile, you get a little angry, and I get a bigger smile. I am incredibly mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that you're mad, it's that you're disappointed. I am supremely disappointed. And no. don't don't pretend like my undercurrent of laughter makes me any less disappointed. Because no. I very much am. Not a pun, man. Uh, that, that, that's a no it's okay one day one day you will mature to appreciate puns oh i will mature into appreciating the lowest form of who decided that i'd like to know i don't know but whoever did made a good choice let's move on uh, i'm so happy right now i'm all done are you all pun i'm all pun <laughs> now you're not even trying Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam, what's I next? Love, I, love doing, I love doing the show. I really do. Sam, what do you what do you got for us next? <laughs> what do I got for us? Yeah, you're next. Well, I have one thing, and I believe this is the first time I've ever brought in a single band, but I made it count because this week I am bringing in. The one, the only, deceased. Yes, King Fowley's deceased. If you haven't heard this band, I don't know. I guess you're just ignorant. You live under a rock. It's okay. I understand. But this week, I'm going to be playing a clip from the song It's Alive, which happens to be the first deceased song I ever heard. Probably, oh God, I must have been in high school like the end of high school, early college when I first heard this. This is off of the EP Behind the Mourner's Veil, which is mostly comprised of covers like they did DRI, Tankard, Anthrax, but this is an original song, and it's been my favorite to this day. So, Tom, why don't you go ahead and bang that out? Yeah, we got to say something because Sam can't hear when the fuck. I forgot. <laughs> uh, Thanks, guys. I was leaning over trying to deal with something. And I realized no one was talking. <laughs> uh, so that was uh, that was deceased. And, you know, for anyone who knows anything, I mean, this, this band has been around for years and years and years. Uh, they've released some 
like some indisputable underground classics like you know luck of the corpse fearless undead machines but uh i i honestly believe that they're one of the most underrated and you know criminally underappreciated bands in underground extreme metal like it's they're like one of the one of those bands who actually managed to find that perfect split between uh thrash and death metal not a whole lot of bands can claim that they've done that but man king fowley is such an amazing songwriter like every, pretty much everything that dude's written has been solid gold and i would recommend anyone uh who hasn't heard this band or isn't really that familiar Go over to the true deceased.bandcamp.com. By the way, there's hyphens between uh, the true deceased, all three of those letters, and buy up as much of their stuff as you can because it's all great. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a pretty goddamn solid wrap up. I don't think there's much to add to it. No, not really. I mean, they're (laughs) fucking deceased. Like I said, anyone who knows anything is. You know, they already know how great this band is, and anyone who's not familiar needs to, you know, go get schooled. Truth. Alrighty. Yeah, that oh. does it for me. Oh, well then, guess what, folks? I have two this week. Frank what? brought two. I have brought, not only did I bring two, I brought two on the week that I am also doing the Brutal Brews, so. Wow. Ooh. True, look at you. Yeah, yeah. people can suck on these balls. Little boys growing up. So, my first band goes by the name of uh, EBDB. Now, on their page, they have this described as straight out of the least interesting parts of Belgium, EBDB, a.k.a. Ejaculation Beyond Diarrhea Boundaries, (laughs) a.k.a. We're not done. We're not done. A.k.a. Extreme Brutal Disgorging Brutality, a.k.a. Every Bishop Deserves a Beating, A.K.A. Even Better During Breakfast. A.K.A. Yo Mama. A.K.A. The Non-Shocking Easy Beautiful Band to Tell Your Grandma About. Nice. So what we are going to have here is some good old slamming death metal. Uh, We're going to play a clip off the album. Oh my God. Choking on the Body of Christ. And it's going to be from the song The Epic Tale of the Crowbar versus the Jaw. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fucking random dance beat thrown in. Yeah. Right? Oh. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> oh, so I'm like good. even more glad it didn't go into a dance part. It was mm-hmm. just a little addition. 
I kind of wish it would have. We leave that sort of shit up to bands like Attila. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, but if EDB if EBDB had done it, it actually would have been kind of funny. I think because I mean, look, this this band really just reminded me that I still need to bring in Captain Clean Off, who are another fucking great grind band. Um, yeah, I like that their description says very Satan underground brutal hail support. <laughs> yep. so, uh, pers- personally, I would like I would like to say uh, uh, very hail ED EBDB because this band's fucking great. Who am I, I kidding? I fucking love it when like a lot of these like like slam style bands and like they just like well how far can we go? Let's just push the cheese all the way up and go for broke. You got songs like shotgun selfie and it, it's good oh god that's i mean that's not the only one they've got uh a total waste of sperm yes um uh, i wish i wish you were aborted <laughs> but I, I still i have to i have to say though i think the epic tale about the crowbar versus the jaw is one of the fucking greatest song titles i've heard in a while other than <laughs> um other than captain clean off's wipe your fetus it's especially great because the the there's like a little audio clip beforehand talking about like a person pretty much saying how they're going to force someone to blow them and if they try to stop they'll punch them and he was reminding him that like if someone takes a blow to the head it can cause them to bite down with such force that they'll need a crowbar to pry their jaw off what the fuck yeah. Okay. That is fucked. <clears throat> it is a There's, tale. There is lots of uh, good usage of clips and on that album. I always well, appreciate that. It, yes. It is it is a grind album, so mm. audio clip, audio clips are kind of the uh the order of the day. Every, like everyone's got to have them. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of true. Now, for my second band, this is completely not in that uh, direction at all. This is going to be a band called Possessed Steel, which, if you haven't guessed, is going to be some like heavy metal with a, with a little bit of power metal to it as well. We're going to play a play a clip from the song Order of the Moon. Roll it, Tom. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's, uh, like you said before we started the show, like, no matter what it is you're into, 
if it falls under the fucking umbrella of metal and hardcore, we're we're gonna bring something and you're gonna like. I was, I was just searching through Bandcamp and I was like, mm, I need I need to bring in our power metal and I I found them and I was like, once it got to that like driving point and doing like the cheesy leads in between, I was like, fuck yeah, this yeah. is exactly what I want. Yeah, no, I, I really did like that. Yeah, it's that actually yeah. that uh that album Fair. came out in june this year really yes nice it didn't come out in 1987 <laughs> apparently not <laughs> <laughs> no no this uh yeah these guys are these guys are definitely in touch with their inner old, old school heavy metal maniac uh, selves i mean it's kind of reminding there's i i hear like a lot of uh a lot of NWOBHM, uh, New Wave of British Heavy Metal. Like, I, I mean, I honestly kind of expected to hear, like, a, a, a cameo from the vocalist of, like, Saxon or Blitzkrieg <laughs> or something. <laughs> Which, But, yeah, no, Possessed Steel are pretty cool. I'm going to have to go back and check this out again. Yeah, I always also love listening to stuff like this because it reminds me of, like, I listened to a lot of, like, straight heavy metal when I was in high school. Yeah. Like, it's always good oh, yeah. to, like... Great. We all tend to listen to stuff that uh, that goes on the uh, the extreme side of things, but got to remember your roots. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, of it's course. Important. Oh, I mean, I still, I mean, a lot of the bands that I started off with, like Iron Maiden, Slayer, Sepultura, Black Sabbath, I still listen to those bands weekly. Oh, because they're all great fucking bands. Oh, of course. Well, I mean. <laughs> Like just just bec- just because I listen to like the weirdest, the craziest, most obscure death metal I can find doesn't mean I'm not cranking like Master of Reality or Painkiller right oh, alongside yeah. it. It's it's the fucking it's the beauty of the genre um, and what makes it such a such a firm rooted and long standing thing is that you know everyone who gets into it seriously holds on so dearly to the early days. Yeah. God, in that Well, I'm, I mean, some people might see that as a bad thing. Uh, I don't. I mean, you know, it's just I mean, you got to you got to you got to keep yourself rooted, and what better way to do that than uh to always respect the uh the forefathers. Fuck yeah. Hmm. I mean, just on that little clip alone, we had guitars fucking just with with great leads coming through. You had that fucking bass providing like a drive behind it. Oh, I fucking love it. They all, I mean, they all, they all come out, they all lock together and it results in some pretty cool music. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what, where these guys go because I think they can, I think they're capable of even more than they're showing here. Fuck yeah, man. Did we, do we mention the band camp? I am so terrible at this. (laughs) I also have, I might have had some drinking. <laughs> um, so that is possessedsteel.bandgamp.com. I don't think I also said the one for, the other one was ebdb.bandcamp.com. Okay, that's cool. Well. Nice and simple. Yeah, um, Frank, you got to be careful because, I mean, the whole, the whole, you know, oh, you don't bring in band camps for your bands thing. That's sort of the thing I've been... <laughs> Uh, that's the label I've been slapped with, and you don't want to get stuck with that, buddy. Oh, no. Then they'll have to ship me out to the fucking West. <laughs> Exiled to the West like a bad gunslinger. It's okay. You can you can, you can can sleep under my staircase, buddy. Ooh. 
Um, well, that leads us to something. It does. Uh, it leads us to the segment where you'll understand why Frank forgot to uh, <laughs> to mention those two band camps. Whoops. I don't believe in pacing myself. <laughs> so uh, this brings us to Brutal Brews. Uh, and this week, Frank took an Uber here for very good reason. I'll let him talk about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. First of all, we're going to start off with what we're listening to this week. And Tom, roll that track. That last weekend, it was crazy. So, in case you're not aware, that was motherfucking Municipal Waste. It's their new album, Slime and Punishment, and that song was a clip of Breathe Grease. I fucking, this is the Municipal Waste that I fell in love with back in the day. This is the fucking hazardous mutation Municipal Waste. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, they really fucking brought it back. I think I was, I think I was saying before the show uh, is that I, I actually did hear the title track. I was listening to it before the show and it, uh, it did almost sound like something that could have been like a, uh, a hazardous mutation B side. I mean, I, I think I've mentioned it on the show before. I have not actually listened to a full municipal waste album since massive aggressive, which came out like what? 2010. That's more recent than me. I stopped at the art of partying. I, I kind of liked the art of partying. I like, do too. Uh, That's why it's where sad- I stopped. Sadistic, <laughs> yeah, sad- sadistic, magi- uh, sadistic magician is uh, that 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 song's always going to have a place in my heart, even if I'm not the biggest municipal waste fan. Oh yeah, I no, I uh, I love that album, but it was also where I could hear like ah, this is changing in a way I'm not as crazy about, and like the stuff that came after wasn't bad by any means, but it is lackluster comparatively i don't think i heard a single track off of the fatal feast like i don't think i've ever heard a song from that album it's not a bad album um but i feel like this is slime and punishment fucking delivers yeah like this is what i fucking (laughs) want like it just fucking you've got this uh parole violators um (laughs) bourbon discipline Shred, shred necks. Like, Bur- I fucking bourbon is every, discipline. Is every fucking track on this album just like a pun? No, of some kind. I mean, or... I love the fucking biohazard res- reference. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it, it. What this album does is it knows what you want, and it fucking gives it to you. It's like, yeah. You want fucking fast ass riffage, 
you want something that you can fucking party your balls to? And it's like, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> and it fucking, it does not disappoint in one bit. And there's, so, uh, now with that, there's a particular way there's, to party your balls off a little harder. There is, but also like, there's nothing fancy about it. No. About what they're doing. So while we, we all here love our craft beer, I'm yeah. not, we're not going to put a craft beer to this. That's, that'd be blasphemy. No, that's Bar- silly. Barbaric even. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're doing instead. I hate you for this. Is that, <laughs> is that we've got 42 ounces of motherfucking steel reserve. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> steel reserve is not out there to be like, hey, did you notice the different selection of hops we used? They say it. They try to say it. They try to say it because that's what's big right now. But that they know deep down. What you're they, you're what drinking. What they actually this, mean is they're drinking. It's like, hey, for really cheap, you can get really drunk. You could go even cheaper and get hurricane or like high gravity. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> man, I have some. So, ju- um, judging by my laugh, I feel like everyone should realize that I have some uh, some rather mixed memories associated with steel reserve. Doesn't everybody? <laughs> like, um, Aren't they I, I the had best a, nights though? Partial memories. Oh god! See, um, I used to I used to have this uh, this tradition with a, a group of my a group of my friends in my hometown, which I'm conveniently in right now, <laughs> where we would we used to um, we used to go to the cemetery on like weekend nights, and my buddy would bring along a boombox, and we would listen to like King Diamond and Dawkins tapes. <laughs> and we, and, no joke that's we would just listen to like we would just listen to like old hardcore and 80s metal that's it and all we would do is just drink either for for me it was generally mickey's but uh for, there was also like a lot of steel reserve thrown in and yeah man just, it takes me it takes me back to those nights i'm just saying for 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 250 well 249 you get 42 yeah. ounces of 8.1% Jesus. Yeah. Um so Oh man, was it always that strong? Yes. Uh that's why it makes more sense now. That's why Frank took an Uber here and why I am very gingerly sipping on this because with my location situation here, an Uber was just not an option. Nope. So it's 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 an option for me and I decided to take it because I know me. Press F to pay respects to Frank. It's even, it's even packaged like a road soda. It is. <laughs> it, so 40s no longer come in glass bottles. They come in plastic soda bottles with a big wide mouth cap cutting, for chugging. Cutting that cost allows except for, them to... Uh, uh, except for Cult 45, which is yeah. why they're still my favorite. Because when I'm fucking... Does, wait, do they, do they still make Cult 45? Yes. Fuck yeah. No shit. Still in the glass bottles. It's my go-to for brass oh, monkeys. Oh Dude, all I can think of whenever whenever I think of um, Colt forty five is that old ad with Billy D Williams like, oh, with the chick hanging on his shoulder, dude. holding it up, and it's like it works every time. Oh, it, yeah, it's uh, it's it's. I'm not saying you can't have a good time without Colt forty five, but why risk it? Uh, they did a thing a few years ago where where all of the fucking bottles of Colt forty five, if you looked inside the label. It had this like outline print of, of of Billy D and a fucking thing that you could call 
and enter a competition to be flown out to hang out with him. <laughs> that 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 was like four years ago. That was a real thing. Uh, God, I really want that design on a T-shirt. By the way, if I ever find one, I will absolutely buy it. I will. Like, just... As far as uh taste goes, Steel Reserve tastes like I'm gonna have a headache tomorrow. Yeah, because yeah. they are. Um. Also, on the note of forties, I saw a uh, a meme on Instagram, and it was like. You people talking about your hazy, hazy IPAs. You know where that started from? And it shows a picture of old, a half-empty bottle of Old English and Tropicana, <laughs> and then the Tropicana <laughs> getting poured into it. Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So that's a lager. That's not malt liquor. Oh, uh, Pretty sure. It, it, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure OE is malt liquor. All all of the fucking forties yeah. are malt liquor. Like it says, what, it yeah. says lager, but what is a malt liquor? <laughs> yeah, I just took two ibuprofen. <laughs> oh, then don't. It's like that. <laughs> Look, man, it's like, I, you see that? It's like that American Dad episode where he's asking Steve. He's like, "Have you ever had malt liquor? It is stronger than beer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it just it, it ends up filling so many shoes. I get confused as to like, is it an additive? N- don't ever think it. Okay. Look, when it, comes, it. <laughs> when it comes to it's malt liquor, it's Mike, shit you buy Mike, cheap. Mike, you are putting about. far more effort into this than anyone has ever done. Okay. Yeah. Now what's, <laughs> they're 40s. What's messed up is sometimes you'll see a uh, a craft beer, quote unquote, and and you're like, wow, that's kind of cheap. And you'll buy it and you drink it and you're like, Ah, oh, son of a bitch! This is malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Actually, um, there's a there's a really tasty uh, malt liquor, I believe, from Austria called Samischloss. Have you any of you fine fine gentlemen had that? No, completely unfamiliar. Oh, it's that's a brown bottle. It comes with a brown and silver label, and it's God, it's something like seventeen percent. Oh, holy fuck. For a second, I thought you were going to say it comes with a brown paper bag. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, um, it's, it's, it's a little, uh, little higher quality. But, uh, uh, man, it will, uh, it will knock you down well, if you're not careful. Before we derail too much, because we have a fuckload to talk about tonight still. We do. Uh, uh. <laughs> That's the point that I'm fucking at right now. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners, but... I'm drinking Steel Reserve. You should fucking expect it. I guess there was no warning beforehand. So. And, and what do you gets real handsy when he gets drunk? What do you uh, What do you Man, recommend people much. listen to with this uh... motherfucking municipal waste slime and punishment? There you go. Uh, this reminds me of the episode where I got progressively drunker as we recorded, and I was fucking plastered by the end of it. It's cool. This That's is, what we do every episode. This is one of my favorite brutal brews because I feel like this is is the most perfect. Because when and Frank brought it up, um, yeah, Saturday, yeah, Friday, yeah. something, one of those days before today, uh, he's like, you know, I'm going to do Slime Punishment, Municipal Waste, and I was like, we can pair it with, like, High Life or some shit like that. He's like, no, better. We're going to do Steel Reserve. Uh, I was like, oh, well, yeah, checkmate. Um, as a optional pairing, someone uh, brought to my attention before another Good option is Mad Dog 2020. 
Jesus True. Christ. That's that's not bad. Is that sold everywhere? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially in the hood. Well, yeah. see, see now I now I gotta bring something to pair with like Thunderbird. Oh okay. Alright. Okay. Alright. Alright. So what do we what do we want to do here? Because we've got a whole big discussion about the show, which um, I want to lead into with my experience ahead of time, or we've got some new releases to talk about. I wanna get mine out of the way before I get you do the to new let's get to the releases. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um so well, as I I think Tom has these in the order they are on the Trello. Because there are sound clips for quite. I know a few you're excited, Frank. Let's go in order. Because I'm excited too. Yeah, but is that? Oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. So uh, <laughs> one that that just popped up onto my Facebook this week that I got super amped about because they haven't released new material in nine years is uh, Limp Wrist. Which anyone not familiar, uh, I don't know if they're the first, but they're certainly the most well known out of. I guess nowadays they're calling it queer core, but they're a gay hardcore band, uh, which is dude. Dope. Even even I've heard even I've heard of Olympist. Yeah, I because I thought about bringing them in uh, as a band, but I was like, I think most people have heard of them, um, but I don't know if everyone's aware of this new release. So uh, we're gonna play. The first track, it's actually the title track of the album called Facades. Yeah, they uh, they still don't fuck around, man. <laughs> yeah, that I should, I'm familiarize myself. I've only known by name. Oh, you I've, certainly uh, should. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm the same way. I've never actually listened to Wrist, but I'm starting to think that I should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. And for coming back after nine years, the album's fucking incredible. It's aggressive as shit. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm just super amped about it. But you can head over to limpwrist.bandcamp.com. Buy that shit. Support a really cool fucking band. Um, I'm a believer in that. If you're gonna make a comeback after a multi-year hiatus, man, you gotta just come out swinging. Like you gotta come out with everything you got, and it sounds like Limp Wrist are doing that. Exactly. I'm gonna try to move it along pretty quickly because we've got so much shit still. Uh, oh, um, I f- I forgot to put it up on the Trello, but I have one real quick thing before we finish. But go ahead. Sure. Um, so Wild Dust, oh, who uh, who we saw at the show, we'll talk about that later. Um, but they put out a, a an EP uh, just about a week ago. Um, it's fucking awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, dude, and the energy in that front man, like, holy fucking shit, I love that guy. We'll get there, but uh, we're going to play a, a clip of their song, Red Magic. It's the the whole EP is just brimming with aesthetic and character and just a really fucking full rich. I hear some of my favorite aspects of Me Without You, Modest Mouse, uh, Danzig. There's that Western tonality in the guitar. Yeah, it's I like when listening to them. I want to take my car. Start driving it out into the desert until it stops. You're very car centric when you describe things. Sometimes, yeah. All the time. All right. I want. Let me finish. <laughs> when my car <laughs> dies and can no longer run, I want to keep on walking while chugging beer. There it is. There's the other part of your yes. descriptions. <laughs> until I just drop. Like. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I kind of. I kind of want to make a super cut. Of all the references that Frank has made to cars <laughs> and beer at the same time, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it would be about an hour long. I just want to listen to this driving real fast down the highway, slamming uh, uh, whiskey. It's oh, don't drink and drive, kids. That's like <laughs> every. Day. This is why he's like drinking Frank, the beer. Frank is incredibly under the influence right now. Don't. This is <laughs> this is why he's drinking the beer after his car stops. But anyway, you can find <laughs> See, that EP. See, I changed that fact. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you, can, you paid attention. You can find that oh, EP God. at wilddust.bandcamp.com. Go support those guys. Seriously. And we'll let Frank get to what he's so fucking revved up about. But seriously, go support Wild Dust. Yeah, they're fucking great. So, anyone who has listened before knows that when The Body and Full of Hell released, uh, One Day You Like Like Ike, it, it is a favorite amongst the show. We fucking love that album. Me personally, that is beyond an important album. That people are going to look back on that like, oh shit! Oh, it's yeah. uh, it's a fucking game changer. Yes. There's no question. So it would be great if we got something else, don't you wish? Oh well, guess what? We are in fucking November. <sighs> that soon? That soon? Fuck! Um, Damn! It's going to be called "Ascending a Mountain of Heavy Light." Um, pre-orders are already up for grab on Thrill Jockey, I believe it's called. Yeah, thrilljockey.com. Um, I already pre-ordered a CD. Sadly, they do not have tapes. Um, otherwise, I would have gone for that. We'll go to the show. 
Uh, there uh, might be something. If if they come to Philly again. I'm not missing it this time. No, you are not. Oh, yeah, no. you fucked up last time. Oh, yes. <laughs> I I still think this is one of the most important albums. In, well, what I should say is uh, One Day You Like. As far you as will, Breaking New Ground. One Day You Like Like I was one of the most important albums of like recent times. Yeah. Yeah, I agree completely. I think even like even if it doesn't get the attention it deserves, I think it's going to influence the right people. Oh yeah. You know, I get like that's one of those like they're uh, a fucking band's band. You know what I mean? Like a musician's musician. Like they're fu- you know, the people who really know and who are doing this shit are going to hear that and be like, "Fuck, these guys are doing something." It's it's still my favorite album if I feel like going for like a walk at night like that's fucked up. Like, <laughs> there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. Some, uh, something nice and relaxing to stroll along. Nice and relaxing. Fuck but, that opening mm. vocal clip. Oh, yeah. It that, really sets the mood for, for um, a dusk walk. So, yeah, I mean, obviously the second anything drops, we'll be fucking reporting on it. Um, Good news. Tomorrow they're releasing... I don't know if it's a track or like a clip of a track, but I'll try and remember to share that to our page. I uh, yeah, we'll post that up yeah. everywhere. Fucking a. I am. I can't describe like. I could hear it move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can hear the blood flowing to that area. So, uh, moving on from that, um, the boys over in Cranley Gardens, Ooh. local Jersey band, good dudes, fucking great songwriting. Uh, their new shit, uh, House of Decay, comes out in four days from now, on the 11th. Uh, pre-orders are still up at cranleygardens1.bandcamp.com, and they have ridiculous packages for that shit. If you like good deathcore, go fucking check out Cranley Gardens. Uh, it's awesome. We've talked about them several times on the show before, so... Yeah, there's that. Unfortunately, I don't have a sound clip or anything. The only video I could find was a Facebook video, and those are fucking impossible to share outside of Facebook. <laughs> so, oh man. But yeah, CranleyGardens1.bandcamp.com. Go check it out. Cool. And uh, doing them, you know, absolute last minute checking around on uh, some websites. I stumbled across the Metal Injection article, uh, and it sparked my interest because they touted a super group with members from counterparts fit for an autopsy and what got me was ex Shihalud. um they're called end um there's no uh there's no been no statement as to whether or not this is going to turn into a full length or anything but um i liked what i heard and you know let's check it out
Fucking A. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, time yeah, to get fucking rowdy. Dude, credit where credit's due. The writer of that article actually uh, made comparisons to nails, and I don't think that's too far off. No, there's a a certain uh, abrasiveness in it. Yeah, that it's, it was nice. It's impressive, especially when I I don't tend to associate any of those uh, uh, those bands as necessarily something fast and heavy like this. So cool. Hopefully they do more shit. Um, again, that was end, E N D, and track usurper. Nice. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to that. We'll certainly post if we hear anything else. Yeah. Um, so now we've got some shit to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wait. Um, oh, right. Quick. You wanted to throw something in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, okay. Sorry about this. Just one thing real quick. <clears throat> okay. Um, we all know that I'm a really big fan of, uh, Desecracy, the band from Finland. Uh, I just found out the other day that, uh, Extreme Music, a label releasing the upcoming album, The Mortal Horizon, is streaming the album in its entirety on SoundCloud. So if you hit up SoundCloud and search for Extreme, uh, X-T-R-E-E-M, music, Extreme Music, and look for the entire stream of Desecracy's The Mortal Horizon, what I've heard of it so far is incredible. They're heavy as fuck. Uh, Go listen if you're not a pussy. And that's it. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I'll definitely be checking that out. At the end of that, my my mom's fucking cat just like walked up and banged into my microphone. It's pretty cute. <laughs> As you're screaming, don't be if you're not a pussy. Then no, it, it's, it's, it's like she came over. She's like, I heard you were talking some shit. So, uh, <laughs> so we've got, we've got some shit to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. so Thursday. Yeah. You were, you were fucking riled up. I kind of want to know what was going on. here. <sighs> okay. We'll get there. So Thursday, uh, Cazador came to town. We we hyped up the show for about two weeks, covered most of the bands playing it, and we'll, we'll definitely get to you know a bit of a breakdown of the show. Um, however, we met up with Cazador early on at Tattooed Moms on South Street. Great, great place. Yeah. Uh, but did an interview. I believe we'll be releasing that Wednesday. And uh, afterwards, we're walking with them to their van. And there's some crust punks with face tattoos and a dog sitting on the side of South Street. Fucking. Quick question: Was the dog incredibly emaciated and looked very unhealthy? Uh, not terribly just yet, but you know, I don't okay. know how long they've had that dog. Because um, it always, uh, it always drives me fucking like crust punk, like uh, crust punk kids who just have dogs that they don't feed or take care of. Oh yeah, it pisses me off. But uh, we walk past them, you know. There's no real interaction. Um, I'm I'm wearing my fucking my battle jacket, as you do when you're going to a show. Um, we get over to the van, talk to Casador for a bit. They head off. We go to walk back to my car. We pass. The, we're we're crossing the street up to where these guys are, um, and I guess the one dude noticed my fucking anti-Simex patch on the back of my jacket. So as we're walking up, he says, Oh, do you even listen to anti-Simex? And I was like, yes. Like what? What? No, I just fucking, I like to go find obscure patches for bands that, you know, like what the fuck kind of a question is I'm just is a that? collector. And he says, <laughs> he says, name me an album. And before I, before even I even think about it, I'm about to fucking say Scandinavian jawbreaker. And I stop myself because I'm instantly like, even in proving this guy wrong, I'm justifying this asshole as being some sort of a gatekeeper 
as who gets to be a fucking fan of a particular band. Was it like that, or was that like a really socially awkward way of trying to? No, 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 no. It no, was he was he was being an in, it he was, was being antagonistic. Li- li- I know. Yeah. Fucking. Oh, do you even listen and then name me an album? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that shit. So I stopped and I said, name you an album. I'm not doing this fucking shit with you. I've got things to do. And I fucking walked off. Um, and that's how those motherfuckers should always be treated. Don't engage oh, of course. with some dumb fuck. Look, all you had to do was say, oh shit, anti-Semex. Yo, what's your favorite album, man? And I would have fucking told you. Yeah. We could have had a conversation. I could have said, hey, man, there's a really cool show happening over in West Philly. But no, no, you're 100%. You right. have to be a fucking dick about it. And I'm so fucking angry. Like, I hate this whole fucking culture. I hate this whole fucking concept of these assholes who act like they're fucking living outside of the system. Like, they've fucking broken the code. You're sitting in the fuck. You're sitting in a city begging people for money that they've earned working within the very system that you fucking claim to hate. So you're not outside of the system at all. You're just too fucking lazy to, one, work a job, or two, do anything creative outside of the system. Go start a fucking anarchist commune out in the fucking woods. Go do something. Actually be outside of the system. But don't sit there. I'm I'm also not going to take shit from a guy who just dug a fucking half a piece of a Caesar's pizza out of a dumpster. (laughs) Yeah, fuck like you. like you know what why don't why don't you go take a fucking shower <clears throat> and then maybe i might be able to maybe i might be able to come within 50 feet of you to tell you that i think you're an asshole you want to fucking you want to judge me for wearing a patch of a band that you happen to like just because i'm not a fucking homeless scumbag like you because i fucking take care of myself yeah i don't know man i come from a scene where where those assholes tend to refer to what we like as jock hardcore uh let me tell you a little something about that uh we all generally tend to take care of ourselves a little bit more. I'll make you bite the curb, you fucking bitch. Like, get the <laughs> like, fuck out of here. I mean, like, and it also takes a particular personality to squander moments like that, where if you, it is uh, a really obscure band and you fucking see it in a naturally incurring environment, you know what I mean? It's like, you should be happy. You should be happy. Like, no, seriously. And, like, it's funny because I was posting on another thread... Um, that me and Sam both follow about uh, murder. What like that? Someone wanted to make a murder playlist, right? So I commented, "Document Grace Bud by the number twelve looks like you." And somebody came out of the ether to just be like, "Yeah, that track followed by this track is like this and that." And I'm like, I'm getting back to responding to him, but that is the only thing anybody really wants to hear, ever, is yeah. positivity, like. Like I don't know who the fuck you are or what the fuck makes you think that you're so fucking great. You fuck. I, you're a fucking tryhard. You're a tryhard, <laughs> and you're a lazy motherfucker who's using this you bullshit fucking. Phil, I I want to tell you this right now. I'm gonna try and make you feel better, and I think I will when I say this. That dude probably goes to his parents' place <clears throat> at least once a month for money, so he can afford to continue to be homeless. God damn it. Um, I'm yeah. sure he fucking does. And the thing is, like, it doesn't fucking... They have these these bullshit ideals. Great. I've read fucking... I've read Kropotkin, too. I've read Alexander Berkman. I've read Emma Goldman. I've read all this shit that you claim to fucking yeah, live by. Yeah, but even by. qualifying at that point, like you said, you're already... You don't even bother. Fuck it. What, the, who the, what does it matter? Like, this is the thing, though. And this is what I really want to fucking drive across 
is you're not a fucking just because you have some shitty stick and poke tattoos on your face and you're using <laughs> these fucking ideals as an excuse to be a lazy sack of shit doesn't give you any sort of fucking authority. You're nobody. And you know what the fuck I did that night? I went and fucking supported a bunch of fucking small bands. I supported the fucking scene every fucking yeah, week. Because you know what? I guarantee you the pat, like whatever patches that dude had on his fucking shitty, disgusting, dirty vest, he probably fucking bootlegged them. Yeah. He uh, didn't buy those patches uh, from the right. fucking band. Dude. He didn't hit. He didn't hit up the dudes from fucking Driller Killer and get those sent in. He didn't fucking hit up the dudes from Anti Cymex or Os Rotten and ask him for patches. He probably fucking bootlegged them. Dude, there is just so fuck that guy. There is a large sector of of Philly crust punks. I'm just gonna fucking throw it out there that have a pretty skewed perspective on things. I remember being at a a party at one of the houses. Uh, and it's, you know, getting shit from some fucking kid I don't know about my cutoff Iron Maiden t-shirt, the Trooper t-shirt, being too clean. Like, oh, uh, did you just go buy that before the party tonight? And it's oh, like, fuck I off. don't care about what the fuck you think that much, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I'm not knocking every crust punk, man. No, I know no. some people who that's are real I with said, shit. That's yeah, that's why I've, I've known some crust punks who are cool fucking people. With a, with a large sector, like... There is a group of people out there that are just high off their own bullshit. Yeah. Well, it all comes back to just like uh, there are certain people in every scene who feel like they have something to prove and they will go out of their way to make sure that you know it. Yeah. All the while, of course, saying that they don't feel like they have shit to prove. But like, look, motherfucker, you're not fucking Cerberus guarding the gates of Hades, okay? So why don't you back the fuck off because I can smell your fucking crotch from 60 feet away <laughs> and it smells like you have multiple infections and there's nothing that penicillin can do to cure that. <laughs> the delay. Fuck. Yeah, really I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm so fucking tired of it. I, I like, don't give me your shit. I, I'm, I'm, I, I do something. I do something. You know, we all do. Every week we come in here and try to fucking support the scene. Like, it's true. We we contribute more to the music scene in general than those fucking dudes probably ever will. Exactly. It's funny. It is. It is ironic. Like he like this guy really did pick the wrong person to start accosting. I, yeah, you've got to be fucking kidding. Like, I even I would have been an easier target than you. I, I brought mean, in I brought in anti Simex for Brutal Bruise one week. Yep. It's. You, you did, exactly, and I was incredibly proud of you. You you can't exactly bring in fucking albums that you're not familiar with. It's very difficult to do. You've got to know your shit. We typically think of the album first, and it's like, yeah, I love this album. I want to try to pair a beer with it. Like, I, it's... I see your eyebrows are starting to sweat. So, goose raba. I can honestly hear the vein pulsating in Phil's head right now. He's so fucking angry. It's it, as, as we drove away, I said to Frank, I should have been meaner to that fucking guy. Yeah. Cause he deserves it. I don't know. I mean, eh, you know. Fucking yeah, no, fuck that. I mean, <laughs> like, cause a after I did that, like, and I don't care what he thinks, but it perpetuates this, like, Oh yeah, see that guy didn't name an album. Like, you know what I mean? And I should, I wouldn't have fucking named an album. I just would have fucking chewed him out. So yeah, who he probably shit-talked you to the rest of his disgusting buddies while they were dumpster-diving later. Yeah, great, cool. Uh, I probably won't <laughs> see you at This Is Hardcore. 
next year. Right. I probably won't see you at any of the fucking shows, so I don't give a fuck. Oh, dude, he'll he'll be in Canada in a month. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he'll, 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 he'll hop on a train or something. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. So uh, anyway, after that, we went to see the fucking show, mm-hmm. and that was oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, easily the best free show I've ever seen and one of the best shows I've seen lately. Um, so we'll do a quick breakdown, I suppose. Uh Face First, the only band that we didn't bring in to the show. They were a lot of fun. You know, the reason we didn't bring them in was we heard and it's funny, um Well, the the the, the EP that they had up was old and when we heard it we were like, uh at best, this doesn't fit into what we talk about. Um, the This guy comes up to talk to me before anyone starts playing, and he's like, oh, have you heard any of the bands here? And I was like, yeah, we've actually listened to everyone playing tonight. And he was like, without hesitating, he's like, oh, well, he's like, I'm, I'm the drummer from Face First, and that, that, that EP that we had up is old, and, you know, there's been lineup changes, and and we're and our sounds a little different. I was like, okay, you know. So we hung out and listened through their set, and like, it was it was a lot better. Um, I know they said they have a new EP coming out, so when they do that, we'll play something from it. Uh, it's still not necessarily what we usually cover, but it was a lot of fun. Very uh, Pennywise esque. Oh, okay. So, good dudes too. Seemed mm-hmm. like really nice people. Um. So face first was cool. I don't even know where to point you to because the only thing they have up is that EP that like it. It doesn't even seem like they're thrilled about. So I don't want to point people yeah. towards that. When they have their new shit, we'll fucking we'll let you Revisit know. That topic. Uh, was it fucking was Wild Dust right after them? I believe so. Who? Uh, if you think you can hear the aesthetic. You should fucking see him live. <laughs> uh, we watched them at one point do a Danzig cover. Yeah, as, a long way back from hell. As a as the vocalist is eating pages out of a Bible. Yeah. Yeah, he held up a Bible, was tearing out pages and eating them. I mean, <laughs> the magic that man was performing on stage or in front of us because there wasn't a stage. He was romancing the audience. As as you put it, it was a uh, slightly larger fellow. Put, yeah, not even portly, just like husky. Husky fellow. Um, not a lot of hair, thick glasses. Full of the fires of Freddie Mercury. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, doing all sorts of sexy dances. Yeah, yeah, dude. I loved it. Loved it so goddamn It was much. fucking amazing. It also set the wrong impression for my girlfriend, who doesn't really extreme music much, because she was like, oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Slanko came on. Oh, uh, boy. But, yeah, uh, quick aside about Wild Dust. I was We were outside at one point, and uh, this guy asked, guys, does anyone have a lighter? And we're both like, No. It's like, oh wait, I've got Wild Dust matches, and they're literally matchbooks with the with a Wild Dust logo on them. And he said, That's "Yeah, fucking dope." He's Isn't like, it? "I don't think they have it here, but a lot of the time at their merch table, they're also selling Wild Dust holy water." It's amazing. That's fucking amazing. Are they, are they a Philly band? <laughs> yeah, they yeah. are. I, I want to see them again. Oh, absolutely. We'll be we'll be keeping track of them. Um, like I said, that EP's out. 
wilddust.bandcamp.com. Go fucking check the whole thing out. It's incredible. Super fucking high energy. God, I love living near Philly. It's so fucking perfect. Yeah, we're spoiled this, as This fuck. is part of the reason why I want to visit someday and do an in-studio appearance because it also means I can go to Philly with you guys and like uh, potentially go to some mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. And hopefully meet my uh, my buddy Zach from Outer Heaven. True. Yeah. That would be that would be cool. Dude, they put on a fucking hell of a show. Yeah. But uh so after Wild Dust was fucking Slanko McKees, which my god. I love how at the very beginning of their set they said this will be our last song. I did too. I, I wasn't sure if I <laughs> yes. heard that right. Yeah. And I was sitting there thinking the whole time is like, was that the most clever thing I've ever heard? Yes. <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> um my girlfriend was not pleased. Oh no. It, this is this is straight up like atmospheric music. Yeah, um, yeah, spoken word. Oh my god. Yeah. It's cool. It's real cool. I love it reminded me of like just jamming. You know, um very the, uh posty. Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. The the clip that we played on the show a couple weeks ago, um as cool as it was, it doesn't do what they do justice. I, no. I was fucking blown away. They were a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, it's everything that I wanted. Like, they came on, they played, it's... Loud it was, as shit, too. Yeah, it was <laughs> fucking perfect. So, uh, after them was supposed to be shit kill, but I believe it was their drummer who was running late. Yeah. So, uh, Cazador did oh, the Oh, you didn't jump. get to your shit kill? Oh, we did. Uh, but oh, okay. Cazador did the gentleman thing and played before them. Oh, okay. Um, I can't believe that hundred plus year old bar was still standing by the time Cazador finished their fucking set. Dude, their their album doesn't do them justice. You need to see them. Like, you need to hear them at that volume. That amp setup that the guitarist was using was just unbelievable. Third. Were we, to- were we talking like uh, multiple four by twelves? It's not even that. It's their fucking tone. Yeah. Both guitar and bass are on fucking point, and it like, paired up real well in a tiny little bar with bad sound to sound sick. great, like yeah. crushing. Which I mean, if you listen to uh, to the interview on Wednesday, they do talk uh, quite a bit about how they're tone freaks. So. It shows. Oh, it um, sounds yeah. goddamn good. God damn! I'm. I remember waking up the next day, and like still having like Some... a pretty significant ring in my ears. Like, yeah, I have a a slight ringing in my ear <laughs> in <laughs> general. Two beer. Um, <laughs> and like I don't Whoa. usually notice it because it. It's just become part of. I was still noticing it that morning, like I was like, oh. I might have done some more damage. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot, but they were fucking they were incredible. The fucking energy, my god. Jo- yeah. Joe the vocalist who when you when you meet him in person is uh super friendly. A, oh, he's very friendly, but he's not like he's not the most he's a he's a little they're all a little introverted. Mm-hmm. Um soon as he gets up on stage that's gone that motherfucker exploded i mean it was it's weird to say that a doom band was super high energy but they just were i don't it wasn't strictly doom definitely not it it no. had those like nasty chug sections i mean that's uh that's 
the thing that really sets Casador apart, which is, you know, we've been raving about them uh, since since we brought them in. Um, and y- it's funny, when we were talking to them, this unfortunately didn't make it onto the interview, but we're on South Street, and I told that story earlier about the dude, I'm Tyrone, who yeah. did all the fucking vines, <laughs> getting into that fight on Condom Kingdom, and they were like, holy shit. Tyrone, that's who we named that fucking track after because we thought that fucking riff was so ignorant. <laughs> yeah. So, um, mm. cool fucking shit. <clears throat> it was it was really fucking dope to meet those guys, and they said they're trying to make it back down to Philly sometime this fall. Which I'm seeing them again. Oh fuck yeah! Like- uh, so if you live in the area and you didn't fucking come out this last time. Uh, don't make the same mistake twice. Um, so after Casador, fucking shit kill. Yep. They're yeah. every bit as ridiculous live as they are recorded. I'm so glad to hear that. I hope if I ever come to Philly and, or Jersey and see you guys that I get to see shit killed because that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're fucking... They... I, I, it's, it's hard for me to believe they haven't gotten more attention than they have with what they're doing. Um, musicianship is through the fucking roof. Mm-hmm. It's taking all the best parts of everything and all of it works live beautifully. That was just a ridiculous fucking set. It was an unbelievable show. And I, I got there later than you two. Um, cause I had work, you know, that thing. <laughs> And um, I was looking at you two, and I was like, who do I pay? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> and I realized, like, I'm looking at the Facebook page, and there was no just advertised price. So I'm like, get the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, I think it was, I think when, like, 90% of the audience was the other bands playing, they were just like, ah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know? but even still, I mean, like, after Wild Dust, I'm like, you know what? I need to see, like, somebody's got to have, like, I need to throw money at somebody. Like, this is ridiculous. I wish, I wish the other bands had fucking merch there. Yep. Yes. Um, yes. I wanted to get, I wanted to get a bunch of uh, Wild Dust EPs and just start throwing them out the window <laughs> as I drive. Like, just make it rain Wild Dust EPs. Also, we have to give a shout to fucking Century for having their little establishment in. Yeah, you could tell that over bar. in in Gray's Ferry. Yeah, it's cool because you go in there and it's. Everything's music themed. Yes. yes. Yeah. So like, they clearly whoever started it in its current form, uh, that was their goal, and the bartender's cool as shit. Yeah. Um. Also, their bathroom situation is hilarious uh-huh. because <laughs> so they have a a sign that says toilet, and you open up the door, and there's a bathroom with two toilets with a divider. Now. That's fine and dandy, except for it has a door that locks. And there's no doors on the di- like between the dividers. Right. It's just the two toilets. So I don't know if you're supposed to like leave the door unlocked, but no, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna have a private bathroom to myself. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be jail cell style staring someone down. <laughs> <laughs> like they're size, like they're sizing you up. It, well, and that's the thing. Like, it's it's way too small. Even if you, even if you're both just taking a so piss, and it's not these? that weird. Like, you, you just, 
It's really, it's not a good situation. It was one person at a time. Like, that's the way it... Just keep it simple. It figured itself out. (laughs) It's one thing I was like, this is obviously one person at a time type situation, but if need be, hey, don't lock the door. Multiple people need to use this. Yeah, I don't know. It's a cool fucking Frank, I could just imagine you, like, sitting there and accidentally, like, knocking knees with the other person and you just trying to... Trying, trying to make it less awkward. Just being like, "So you come here, you come here often. You shit here often." No, it'd probably be more of a situation of like going in there. It's like, ah, there's a lady in here. This isn't right. Accidentally broke <laughs> knees and see the guy pinch. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking Christ, Mike. <laughs> um. Yeah, fucking hell. Uh, any of those bands, if you want to check them out, we made a, a Facebook post yesterday listing all of them. Fucking go to their Facebooks, go to their band camps, buy shit, fucking support these guys because they're all fucking great bands, all really good people who fucking came out to play a show in a cramped ass bar on a Thursday. So, yeah, that's you're making dope. a face, Mike. Uh, I was waiting for the right time to ask a uh, the group a question uh, go for it uh are we a week out or two weeks out from the next uh solo off uh the last um, poll was posted on the 18th so i figured we'd do yeah. it the the week of the 18th of okay. this month did, i just wanted to make sure did that poll close no that'll be that'll remain open until oh. we start the next one yeah get okay. those votes in yeah so yeah so reminder guys if you haven't uh you haven't voted on your favorite solo um <clears throat> i.e mine uh go do that the let, poll is still open let them down gently <laughs> yeah whatever but yeah start prepping <laughs> your solos start prepping your solos right. um but anyway oh, yeah. i believe this is it feels like it's been an extended episode a little bit um so uh i believe which is funny because i feel like i've been talking for only about 20 minutes these these things happen. They do. They do. I get like I'm really enthusiastic about this show, yeah. so it always you guys you guys will like bitch and I was like, man, it felt like it took forever, and I'll be like, man, I feel like I just got here. <laughs> well, it's also it's also three hours earlier for you. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. But no, uh, it, it, yeah, I, I I believe I believe I see something in the near distance. You do, and what that is, is our destination approaching, but before we get there, make sure to like, subscribe, download, uh, rate, comment, tell us, give us give us some album pairings. Yeah, Come on now. yeah. head on over yeah. to uh, fthepit.com, where you'll find all of our social media, all of the platforms you can listen to us on. Makes it nice yes. and simple instead of listing please, off. Please talk to please talk to us. We are very very lonely people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. But with that being said, we have now arrived at our destination. It's now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>